everyone and welcome to the creative cast i am so happy that you are joining me today i'm so excited about today's episode one of my friends who happens to be a marketing extraordinaire my friend melody balot now we're going to talk about all kinds of things from the glorification of being busy to marketing and social media and of course podcasting and of course melody is going to be sharing practical tips that you can implement with your social media and your marketing today. Now, Melody is a speaker, a writer, a strategist who provides practical teaching and consulting on time management, marketing, and intentional living. Y'all, she is the real deal. She has degrees in communications, marketing, performance arts, and theology. She's just Oh, just so amazing. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Melody. Melody, I am so excited that you are on the show today. We're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. So welcome to the Creative Cast. Thank you for having me, Tammy. This is going to be fun. Oh, and it's about some of my favorite topics too. Social media, marketing, podcasting. But before we get into all that, one of the things that I wanted to mention is that you talk a lot about the glorification of being busy and hustle and all these types of things and how we need to slow it down. I just love that you're talking about that so much because so many people need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it started a little bit of background you know, I've always been in marketing and communications. I started off working with churches and nonprofits, later joined a marketing agency where, you know, it was full service. We were working with Fortune 500 companies, really, really fun years. That company eventually morphed into a holdings company where mm-hmm. we weren't just launching new brands, but we started acquiring and launching new companies. So mm-hmm. in those years, I kind of filled the role of a a business strategist and CMO, just managing all of this portfolio. But the one thing I noticed across the board from nonprofit days to Fortune 500 days was that um, marketing was really time consuming and it was becoming really, really complex, you know, as the digital Mm -hmm. era flew in. And I just, I started to see companies get picked off one by one. They were struggling. They were drowning (sighs) in the details. Yeah. Um, just because they they didn't they didn't have a strategy number one mm-hmm. uh, they didn't know how to use the marketing tools <laughs> yeah. they were bad at managing their own time and manage, bad at managing their own teams and so that's really the reason why I stepped away I founded this media company to help solopreneurs small businesses mm-hmm. you know nonprofits realize you know there's a better path you can run successful companies and businesses mm-hmm. you can do killer marketing but there's a way to do it where you're not just crushing yourself. It's kind of a minimalist approach. Yeah. You know, let, let's with strategy, let's figure out what you absolutely have to do and what what actually is working. Let's focus on that. So that's kind of how busyness ties into my story. And so I just love helping people, you know, let's just cut the fat. Let's just get through all the overcomplicated stuff and just do what mm-hmm. works. Yes. So. I am here for it. (laughs) Uh, You know, one of the things I've noticed is, you know, everybody was really forced to kind of slow everything down during the pandemic and lots of businesses were pivoting and some handled it very well and some not as well as others. But now we're starting to be getting to fill all that back up and we're we're all getting busy again. And people are like, I don't know. I don't have any time anymore. (laughs) 
not like I did during the pandemic. And so hopefully people, you know, realize that you need to cut the fat a little bit and work on the things that you that you really need to work on. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm honestly, I'm afraid the pendulum is going to swing back the other way because, you know, restrictions are lifting. I think we're all just going to run out and, you know, just do all the things that we missed doing when we were on lockdown. So I I guess that's why I keep talking about busyness, because I feel the tidal wave coming. Yeah. Everybody, let's not do that. Let's <laughs> keep it like it's been. Focus on the things we need to focus on. So yes. let's let's switch gears a bit and talk about things that we both love to talk about. Yeah. And that's social media and marketing for entrepreneurs and podcasters and things like that. I know that for me, when I'm working with a podcaster, on, whether it's on a launch or coaching or whatever, one of the things that... I see is they're not utilizing social media and marketing the way that they probably should be. Mm. So what do you see is like the number one or the most common mistake that you see podcasters and entrepreneurs making in regard to social media? Oh, this is a topic I could talk a lot about. (laughs) I teach a lot of marketing workshops. And one of the principles I talk about is one of the biggest mistakes is you're making announcements instead of making connections. Oh yeah. Making announcements instead Mm -hmm. of making connections. And so like the trouble with social media is it's the first thing that Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and business owners reach for because it's quote unquote free, Um, especially during the pandemic, like businesses who never had a healthy online social presence were just thrown into social media marketing. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so the trouble is if social media is the only way that you have to talk with your customers and your followers, Mm -hmm. then you feel all of this pressure to tell them everything. You want to talk about every product. You want to talk about, you know, your latest promotion, your latest book, your latest episode. And so you just get into this rut of making announcements. If you think about like an old school bulletin board or cork board in a coffee shop with all those flyers on it, that's just garbage. Like nobody looks at that. Like unless you see a cute puppy and you really want a cute puppy and you have the space to have a cute puppy. Right. Um, or like, I know a lot of your listeners are faith-based. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like old school announcements at church, you know, where they just <laughs> exactly. they start dr- droning exactly on it. and on. Like we're having this supper and this potluck and the baseball team's doing this. And it's like, can we just, can we just sing? Like, can we just connect? Same thing happens with social media. Mm-hmm. You, you get into a habit of like, I got to tell them everything because otherwise, how are they going to know what I'm selling and what I'm promoting? Right. I think a better path is trying to use that to make connections, being more subtle, you know, sharing your personality, kind of building the no like trust factor um, is real. I mean, social media is just that it is social. It's, it's the, the cocktail party and not the dinner party. You know, you might right. meet a few people. You're going to talk about some superficial things, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get to have deep conversations, convert or sell anything. So keep right. it social. And then you know, use some other marketing tactics to have those deeper conversations. Yes. So good. So good. Because I know a lot of times when I'm on Instagram, whether I'm, you know, just kind of scrolling endlessly or, or I'm looking for, you know, to connect with other podcasters or different things like that. It's announcements after announcements. (laughs) Like they're not sharing about how they love Chick-fil-A or, you know, or iced tea or sweet tea, I should say. So it's hard to connect with them on different levels because it's almost like 
buy this, buy that, download this, sign up for here, do this, do that, where you're not getting really to know the person behind that account. Exactly. So like if it's a cocktail party, you don't walk in and you're like, have you heard about my latest download? Like (laughs) if everybody else is talking about the latest, you know, heat wave or the latest episode of some TV show, like that's where you start. Like you start with the conversation and then maybe like just maybe it'll lead to some things that you're passionate about or, you know, that'll be another time. Yeah, because the days of the hard sell with marketing is, is gone. You know? Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's it's definitely more subtle. People don't want to be told what to buy or what to do. They want to know you. They want to like you. They want to trust you. Right. That's what social media is for. Absolutely. Oh, so good. Now, and I get this question quite often, especially when working with a new launch client and we're talking about, you know, their podcast, but we're also start talking about, well, what social media platform should I be on? Should Mm -hmm. I be on this one and that one and the other one? I mean, there's so many, you know, there's audio based ones now and there's Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all these various places. (laughs) And it sounds for people who want to, who are going to be on everything, that just sounds like utterly exhausting Mm -hmm. to me. What recommendations do you have about which platforms podcasters should be focusing on? Sure. Well, number one, I love this question because it leans into my heart of minimalist marketing, which is like, you do not have to be on every platform. Number two, what I'll say is I still want you to claim the URL or the handle on all of those platforms. So think of it like real estate, just grab them all up. I was listening to a conversation with uh, Jenny Randall and um, Mary R. Snyder, I think. And they were talking Mm -hmm. about the strangest URLs and handles that they've bought over the years. And go, go get them all. By all means, claim all of the handles, but Mm -hmm. pick and choose where you want to be present and be all there. So There's no hard and fast rules about which platform is the best for podcasters. Usually the exercise that I take my clients through is helping them find the perfect um, mix. So like, first thing you want to do is look at your own personality, right? Are you, are you good with spoken word? Are you a visual person? Do you Mm -hmm. like a curated feed or a sloppy, authentic, you know, in the moment feed, right? You want to work with what, what your personal preference is, because then you're going to actually do it and you're going Mm -hmm. to enjoy it. You're not going to dread it. So start there. Next is looking at your natural workflow. So what is content that you can create in your natural day? So like for a podcaster, you know, taking a screenshot of like you and your guests that you're interviewing is natural content (laughs) that you can share on whatever platform you choose. You don't want to commit to like say Twitter, for instance, if you don't have the bandwidth to, you know, constantly be having a two-way, 20-way conversation with a bunch of people. So what's content you can create in your natural day? Can you repurpose blogs? Can you repurpose episodes? And then last but not least, look at your target audience. I usually tell with my clients, we go through a day in the life. So we map out you know, what is your person doing from morning until night? When they wake up, what's the first thing they reach for? Are they looking at email? Are they opening up Instagram when they get in their car? What kind of music are they listening right. to? Mm-hmm. You go mm-hmm. through the whole day and then you kind of look for the common themes. And that usually will help you paint a good picture of your perfect person and then which platforms they're going to be interacting on. Again, there's no hard and fast rules, but it's right. like if if you're sharing um I'm trying to think like if your podcast is about, 
emotional IQ and human resources. Uh-huh. That that topic is probably better suited for LinkedIn. You know, it's it's right, a more exactly. business exactly. focused audience. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about designing spaces and and beautiful curated designs, Instagram's gonna make more sense. Right. So there's no easy answer to that. I think it does take some research just so that you can be consistent with it. And that's a really good point because one of the things that is so important, especially when you're creating uh, your podcast, is going through why are you doing it? What Who is the audience that you're trying to reach? And what does their daily life look like? Where do they mm-hmm. shop? To really kind of have that profile of that audience so you know where they're going to be. So, you know, you're, let's say, in the 40s, you're prob- you might not be on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're probably more likely you're going to be either on Instagram or, or Facebook. If they're very visual, then most likely they're going to be on Instagram. So doing all those things on the front end of building your podcast is going to help with all of your marketing down yeah. the road already going to know the answers to those, to those questions. Right. And if you find, you know, your perfect person is on TikTok and you are not that demographic, that's a good sign that you need to outsource. You need to hire somebody to help you out. You know, maybe you need to shift a little bit because you're not going to connect with that audience. So exactly. Now, social media is just one piece of the bigger marketing puzzle. And I know sometimes podcasters, they just think about the social media first because it's yeah. right there. It's in the moment and everybody has it pretty much. So, yeah. but what are some of the other tactics or strategies that podcasters should be looking at beyond the social media? I mean, like I said before, you cannot rely strictly on social media to be your one and only marketing solution. It's mm-hmm. kind of like if a hammer is the only tool in your toolbox, every problem is going to look like a nail and you're just going <laughs> to pound it into the ground. Like you right. need to have some diversity, you need to have a healthy, media mix. So usually, you know, I say, let's, let's start off by thinking about what the purpose of your podcast is, you know, for a lot of people, uh, you know, is the podcast, the end game, or is it a tactic to the end game? Meaning like, if you're a public speaker, you might have a podcast to help you get more exposure for your speaking services. Mm -hmm. So trying to build your podcast audience, that may not be the end goal. You're really trying to book more speaking gigs. Same thing like if you're a therapist and you want to get more clients. So those are examples of where it's the podcast is not the end game. It's just a tactic. But then there's other people where the podcast, that's your life. Like you're either doing it as your primary source of income or it's just a a big passion in your life. Right. Starting with that is going to help you know which marketing tactics to fold in, kind of where you want to direct traffic universally, this is not going to be any surprise to you. I think email marketing is is the best place to start, yes. no matter whether it's a tactic or the end game. You know, social media is the cocktail party. Email is the dinner party. Email, you know, when you think of a dinner party, you have people around the table. You're, you're guaranteed to have a conversation with every person at that table. Right. Email is kind of like that, where you've gone from superficial to being in their inbox. It's more intimate you know, using lead magnets, using downloads, talking about your email list in your episodes. That's mm-hmm. a, That's a no brainer. Absolutely. I'm personally not a fan of paid advertising in podcasts. I know there's definitely a time and place for it, but I always like to suggest cross-selling in your own podcast episodes. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, what are some promotional offers or products that you can point people to things that you've personally created? Mm-hmm. Um, 
those are things that you can sell, do a direct sale on your website, or you can, again, use those things to get more email subscribers. I think getting them from the headphones to the inbox is a, is a big, big deal. Lead magnets. I mean, creating a marketing toolkit to help you get on other podcasts oh, is yeah. a great way to spend your marketing energy. Mm -hmm. You know, think about making a one sheet that talks about who your target audience is, maybe links to sample episodes or quotes, mm -hmm. reviews from people. What are your current numbers, your reach, your platform? Right. Um, that's, that's a good marketing asset to work on, or even a, a one to two minute video that you can share with other podcasters and, you know, kind of yeah. show them, here's what I talk about. That's a really nice personal touch. Oh, I love it. Such, yeah. such good ideas, such good ideas. And SEO is a no brainer, you know, making yeah. sure that you have meta tags, alt tags. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really nerdy right here. So it, I, it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm here for like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I mean, again, if this, if this technical stuff is not your sweet spot, just outsource it, hire somebody on Fiverr. You can find people that know this stuff, or you mm -hmm. can watch a video on YouTube that will show you how to add alt tags and meta tags and titles to your website. Google loves that stuff. Like the search engines need to speak the same language as your website. So, and then reviews like creative ways to get reviews, not just asking people every episode, don't forget, write a review, like make right. it fun, make it creative, incentivize them. You know, whether it's offering um, free books, free downloads, a shout out even is sometimes mm -hmm. enough. Like I got a shout out from Chick-fil-A one day for <gasps> tweeting about them. They oh, sent me like gosh. 20 gift cards in the mail and <gasps> it was the best day of my life. And all I was expecting was just a shout out. They were, you know, doing a campaign called hashtag is the little things. So <sighs> I think just, just being creative about your re reviews, right. um, I teach a whole course on how to get good reviews. So again, I could really geek out and nerd forever on this. Yes. But. You know, and one of the things like I tell everyone that if you're looking for extra SEO within, you have your extended version of your show notes mm -hmm. and you could put the links in there and all the SEO love and, mm -hmm. and drive the traffic to that specifically, you're, you're going to be getting a lot of bang for your buck. Exactly. In just that one thing that you do, you add a transcription and that's going to even make it even better. So there's lots of ways to do these things. You don't just have to, you know, go to my website and hit subscribe or yeah. go, you could do it a little bit differently so that they're getting something for the action that, that they're taking. Exactly. They've already spent the time listening to your podcast. They've probably mm -hmm. already subscribed to show notes. Um, so what's right. in it for them? Like why, you know, why would they want right. to have one more thing? Let's, let's give them something of value Absolutely. so that again, they know, like, and trust you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So for those that are maybe needing a little extra, you have a marketing challenge, right? Yeah, this is, this is evergreen. It happens 24 seven. So you can sign up at any time. The 21 day challenge. Again, this was built with the busy, overwhelmed person in mind. So mm -hmm. it's, it's 20 minutes a day for 21 days. I kind of take you through, you know, from zero to being off to the races. How do you build a marketing strategy that works? How do you make a campaign? Um, just really dialing into what's going to work for you. So we do all that in 21 days. Awesome. Um, so that's a, that's a great resource to tap into. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Okay. So we nerded out on all the marketing <laughs> things and the social media things. So let, let's have some fun questions. Got it. Um, because I, I'm an eight, but I'm also a seven too. So I like to have fun. Okay. So 
I know that you love podcasts probably almost as much as I do. What is your favorite one right now? Yes. Well, I'm a big fan of Donald Miller, all the story brand resources. So Business Made Simple is a go-to. They just launched Marketing Made Simple. So his co-host, Dr. JJ Abrams, he just spun off his own little podcast. So that's a great one to check out if you just need help with your business chops or you need help with your marketing chops. I love those too. The Allie Worthington show has always been a favorite for me because she touches on all things, you know, life, faith, business. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Yeah. Unfortunately, since I'm not commuting as much, I'm way behind on my podcast. (laughs) I used to have like an hour and a half drive in the morning and an hour and a half drive in the evening. So I just binged. Wow. That's a lot. That's a long commute. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I live in the the DC region, so it's like par for the course to, yeah, it's commuter life. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I mentioned my Enneagram. What is your Enneagram number? Yeah. I've taken a test a couple of times and I've had a lot of people diagnose me. I've been told I'm all kinds of numbers, but where I landed is I am I think I'm a three with a four wing. So I see it. Yeah. I I mean, I love my to-do list. I love to just, you know, burn through projects and just get a ton of stuff done. <laughs> but thankfully I have this creative side as well. That's like, how can we make this interesting? How can we turn this, you know, 10 degrees and make it more fun and make it more interesting? Uh, that's where I think that creative side comes in. Yes, I definitely see it. Full disclosure, Melody is part of my team as well. She helps with marketing and social media. I could definitely attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's in my blood. Mostly I'm an eight, but I'm also kind of a seven. And depending on the day, I could be a six. So I'm kind Mm -hmm. of like a six, seven, eight. You know, it all depends on those wings. I know when I look at my life, I can see times when I was more of a two. I was like real nurturing and into, Mm -hmm. you know, my relationships. So Right. Yeah. I I get all the numbers. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So besides the, you know, you've got the marketing challenge coming up. What other things going on that you're really excited about right now? Hmm. Well, at the time that we're recording this, it's, Mm -hmm. it's summer. I am so excited for live events. I'm so excited for getting outdoors again. You know, I do a lot of speaking engagements. And so just being with a live audience again, fires me up. Um, like I said, I love to be outdoors. I, I love to kayak. I love to hike. So this oh, is, you speak this is my happy time. Yep. Yes. Summer is my favorite time of year. Number one, because I live in Iowa and it's really the only time I can go outside and enjoy the sun, you know, cause I grew up in the South and I need my vitamin D, you know, my uh-huh. husband says I'm like Superman where <laughs> he has to go and, you know, recharge with the sun. Yeah. That's me. Same way. We were at an event last night in the next town over and they had live music and people talking and Mm. the food trucks and the kids were playing and nobody was wearing masks. Everybody, you know, is in a a good spot. And it was so much fun. It was, it it wasn't anything super spectacular, but it was so much fun. And to see people we haven't seen in in quite a long time and just kind of reconnect and just be out in in the community. It was, it was fabulous. Exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay. So tell everyone where they can connect with you. How can they find out more about you? And if they want to hire you, which I highly recommend, tell us all those details. Sure. Yeah. Pretty simple. MelodyBalot.com. 
It's B as in Bravo, E-L-O-T-T-E.com. And then on all the socials, I am at Melody Balot. And I would love to say hi and talk to you. So yes, I'll make sure to link all this in the show notes. So you guys can definitely check that out. Well, Melody, thanks so much for coming on the show today. This has been a blast. It is is fun. And you know, we're going to geek out later on all things. Absolutely. Isn't Melody awesome? Now, I definitely want you to go check out her 21-day challenge. It's available on her website at melodybalot.com. I'm going to drop that in the show notes for you with the link to the 21-day challenge. It's going to help jumpstart your marketing. It's 20 minutes a day for 21 days. Make sure that you go and check it out. Now, if you would like to be a guest on the Creative Cast, I would absolutely love to have you. Go ahead and drop me an email at hello at TammyMuntinCreative.com and we'll get you scheduled on the show. Now, I have a question for all of you. Are you subscribed to the podcast? If so, thank you so much. If not, friends, why? But seriously, I would love for you to tell your friends about the show, subscribe, and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, because it helps others find out about the show. You can find out more information about how to do that in the show notes for today's show at TammyMuntingCreative.com forward slash episode 15. Now, ladies, I say this each and every week. I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. Y'all are my heroes. I believe in each and every one of you. I believe that experience and production fatigue and intimidating tech shouldn't hold you back from doing the things that you want to do or sharing your story. So let's walk through the journey together so you can spend less time worrying about the details and more time spreading your message, telling your story. So I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye y'all.